Look at me, solving problems like I'm fucking Oprah, eating cauliflower pizza. All right, booyakasha. Let us drop the morning cable on this Zeppelin. Welcome to the Watch Your Mouth podcast. This is Ken Petrie in the Queen studio. Dan back at the home studio in Slidell. You're goddamn right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, kids. Super psyched to be here, Ken. Critter in the Amandaville Blanket Fort. I mean, I don't mean to go full hipster on this, but uh, I was kind of on this air fryer craze before it was a craze. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can vouch for that. I was like singing I, the, the, the tales of the air fryer many a day. I'm finally converting people now. Now that it's and there's memes to share. And now that now that the people who I've gotten to get air fryers and now they love them. We send there's now memes that they send me about how people look, you know, uh, at other people that don't own air fryers and this mm-hmm. and that. I'm like, it's true. Mm-hmm. Well, I, honestly, I'm, I don't feel superior. I'm like, you're just missing out, man. I mean, like, you got to get on board with this. This yes. is not like, this is not some kind of pyramid scheme. You're going to fucking love it. Okay. It, it's for French fries. If you just, if nothing else for fries and reheating pizza and doing chicken nuggets, it, look, just, chicken just wings, uh, Everything. Well, chi- lots of chicken oh, yeah. stuff. But oh, now yeah. it's to a point where I do most of my cooking in it. Um, like I do, like I basically just buy rotisserie chicken cause I'm trying to eat a little healthier and I just like do various things in the air fryer with the rotisserie chicken chunks after I shred it out. I'm like, all right, tonight's going to be curry chicken. I just put curry powder in the little bowl that goes in it. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, and I don't time anything anymore. I'm just like, all right, this looks good. I just feel it out, man. I, it's, I don't have to, you know, it's not like looking at the TV dinner instructions like, oh shit. I don't need these looking back at them. Nah, this one, I'm just like, I know it. Boom, boom, boom. That means you're crushing it. I think that means you are crushing it as a getting close to culinary excellence of reheating. <laughs> the Gordon Ramsay of air fryers. You know, right? <laughs> hey, that's a skill. Okay. Don't doubt it. I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, Michael has been screaming at me constantly. Dude, he's like, you need to get an air fryer, Dan. You need to get a fucking air fryer. It basically took Adam J, who listens to the show, giving me his old air fryer. He's like, I'm tired of hearing Michael say this, so take this fucking home with you. And I was like, okay, all right. And 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 of course, they are right. And I'm fucking wrong. I should have been doing this much lo- like earlier in my life, you know, at least a couple years ago. So air fryers for life. It's, it's good <laughs> shit. It's good shit. I might as well get that tattooed across my like forehead. So <sighs> anyway, I think it's that cult like devotion to air fryers that makes me wary of it. I, yeah, I like get you that. Guys, air fryers, Mary Kay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, but there's no benefit. Here's the thing. I'm not selling you one. There's no benefit for mm-hmm. me if you no. get one. You know, I don't get kickbacks from Big Air Fryer. <laughs> <laughs> we would accept you them move by enough the way. units. You get one of those powder pink air fryers. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, it's okay, Ken. You can stick with cast iron for life. Full fat Friday has oh, ca- uh, well, has, has uh, proved no. that. The other thing is, I fuck with cast iron all the time. So, mm-hmm. like, when I do cook, I usually cast use cast iron for a lot of things. And it's just because, again, I know I get it's annoying to clean, but the versatility mm-hmm. of it from stovetop to oven is just oh, the easiest thing. 
I reheated a pizza that was delivered to me, and it got there cold, you know, because it's just how it is sometimes. So Never. I have a pizza stone, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm gonna, I'll just put it on the pizza stone, get it hot. So I put that bitch on 500 degrees, put the pizza in, and, I, and when I open it up, I mean, before, when I was about to put the pizza in, I realized I left my cast iron skillet in there. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Does not matter at any temperature. Right. Matter. <laughs> right. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't melt a plastic handle off, you didn't uh, fuck with a delicate Teflon, co- nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just fine. Yeah, I was made this way. <laughs> if anything, it, it just got seasoned more. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, this reminds me of the forge I was born in. I was born in fire. <laughs> you motherfucker, <laughs> try me. The short handle. It's mm-hmm. it, that, yeah. Ken knows what I'm talking. Ken is much bigger than me. Arms, That's always been. A I'm talking about arm strength wise. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. no no slam against you personally, Ken. Nah, I'm also fatter. <laughs> but like you know, holding that tiny little piece of shit. What five Ugh. inch handle what on a cast that? on a fourteen inch cast iron skillet? You're like, right. really? really? Like, well, we have this other little thing you can hold it. Like the thing that's gonna be super fucking hot. Everything's fucking hot. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. No, no, no Fuck I got. You. I've, yeah, I'm, I'm holding this little fucking small engine block by this little pigtail you got sticking out of it. Fuck. I was you. like, how am I gonna scoop with the spoon when I'm holding it? My, you see my hand is shaking with this fucking pan <laughs> with food. And I'm like, ah! Do you work out? Yeah, I use cast iron, bitch. <laughs> cast iron for life. That, that's what. See, that's why you, you know never what? fucked with your grandma, man. Yeah. Because your grandma, like, if she grabbed you, you're like, what the fuck? What's up with this? She's just Look, cracking your arm. Grandma's <laughs> fucking Popeye forearms. Oh, between kneading biscuit dough and handling cast iron pans, I mean, fuck. If, if grandma got a grip on you, she'd just rip your shit off. That, I think they need to get some some more, like, old prairie grandmas on Ninja Warrior. <laughs> oh, yeah, they like, go up there. All right. It's all Ag- of those finger strength. <laughs> Agnes scale. is going up to the finger wall. She's like, well, well, fucking Agnes is across the finger wall. Jesus Christ. I mean, how the fuck? <laughs> She's 75, but good Lord. Agnes is hanging on with one arm and finishing a cross stitch with the other. This yeah. is unprecedented. I think we just invented a, a forearm day routine. Mm-hmm. Just call it like the the prairie grandma, where you've got to <laughs> you got to cook something on cast iron. You got to do a load of laundry from scratch, and I'm talking. You don't even have a ringer. You've got to ring that shit manually. Oh Jesus! You got to make biscuits. I mean, you got to use a cheesecloth. <laughs> You're like, oh, what the fuck? Son of a bitch! Shit, man! Everything from your elbow to your wrist will just be pure flame. God damn! Yeah, that uh, that that sounds like you would intensify your grip like a hundredfold. Oh yeah, Grandma could lasso a fucking Airbus, just <laughs> snatch it right out of the sky if she needed to. Come here, you bitch! <laughs> You're grounded. Yoink! Quality programming like this can be heard on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Pandora, and Spotify. You want to get in touch with us? Fucking great! We want because <laughs> we want to hear from you. Uh, you can hit us on Facebook. You can uh, hit us up on SoundCloud. Leave a SoundCloud comment. We're on Instagram. We're on that gram. We're on uh, Twitter at WIM Show. Check out the website, WIMPodcast.com. Gmail, podcastwim at gmail.com. 985-265-7726. Snail mail, P.O. Box 5896, L, Louisiana 70469. What is this show? The fuck is this? Glad you asked. We call this show... A swearity. Hang on a second. Let me get this note. Okay. Agnes writes in, uh, what the fuck is a swearity? Jesus, Agnes, calm down. <laughs> what you don't know is she carved that into a lump of mesquite. Yeah. 
it, with it was her, kind of with just her finger. It smells nice. It's with her finger intimidating, <laughs> but it smells nice. What the fuck is a swearity? Glad you asked, Agnes. It's a combination of swearing and charity. That's what we do on this show. A lot of foul language, but we put a positive spin to it. Every time one of us says any of those dirty fucking no-no words, that's 10 cents that we owe the swear jar. What the fuck do we do with the swear jar? Well, every 10 episodes, we donate the contents of that swear jar to a worthy charitable organization. This round of 10 episodes, this semester, we are donating to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. You can check those guys out at AFSP.org. Information on outreach, how to volunteer yourself, and uh, also information on every page if you happen to be in crisis at the moment. Dan, do you have that information? Yes, yes, actually. So if you are having any type of crisis and you need to contact someone please feel free to call at 1-800-273-8255. Again, call 1-800-273-8255. If you can't call and you prefer to text, you can uh, talk to text or just type it out uh, or message anyone at 741741. That is text talk to 741741. Thank you, Dan. AFSP.org, that is the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, this semester's Charity Swear Jar recipient. All right, and as far as what we got on tap tonight, we're going to jump into Larry's for a minute. Little cocktails, little bullshit. We're going to be pulling up a classic, I've been told, one that we haven't uh, seen in a while. But it's actually one that I'm pretty fond of, so I'm looking forward to hearing uh, the revamp. Okay, okay. Uh, Taking ourselves a little break. When we come back, we got Dan's Arcade. Uh, that's right, Ken. Um, it's uh, got we've got some good stuff here, kids. I'm 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 pretty pumped. You know, we, we've got stuff that you you might be able to see in a the theater. We got streaming stuff. We've got stuff to own, and we've got a game that I am just super fucking excited about. I put too much time into it, but that's okay. In Dan's Arcade, you will get to see the hype. So get those tokens ready. Fucking a. And the main event. Speaking of pulling back old favorites, it's a gum track episode. What the fuck is a gum track? We're going to explain that in more detail once we get to the main event. But for right now, I'm a little fucking parched. How about Mm. you, gentlemen? Mm. Yes, yes. I could go for a bevy. Let's hit up Larry's. This is a... It's a classic. Now, this is a real classic. It's a classic to us. It's, from what I understand, it's the first cocktail we have ever done on the show. The pilot. And this is the old fashioned. Now, everybody has probably had old fashions and has their own secrets to old fashions and this and that. But, you know, a lot of times people tell me rye, they tell me bourbon, and I, don't, I could give a shit. I could give a shit what kind of, you know, special bourbon you're using or a special rye you're using, whatever the fuck kind of whiskey you're using. I don't really give a shit. But what I have noticed is my my two things that I think you can really church up a drink. You know, if you use good bourbon, if you use bad bourbon or rye, whatever, however you want to make it, um, I think the real secret is with the bitters mm. and the syrups. Okay. okay. For the simple syrup. Now, as you know, there's so many bitters. There's a shit ton of bitters. And you got to sit there. You buy the classics, the Pichars, the Angosturum, you know, whatever. And you're kind of like, yeah, okay. And well, that's it. Yeah, you're like, all right. So you think, you think you're covered. Dude, 
I always thought that I just didn't care for old fashions that much. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up going to this place, and they made this old fashioned. I'm like, man, this is really good. What'd you put in it? And this guy, he's much how I am about my burgers. I don't care. To, I'll tell you what I put in my burger recipe because I was like, look, if you want to spend the fucking five hours grinding the meat, that's your business, okay? Right. Like, right. more power to you. I think if you want to do it, have at it. So he just told so me. To- to pull from film, uh, you're you're likened to Ed giving away the secret sauce recipe from Good Burger. <laughs> wow, dude. Yes, I guess. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Like you know what? Like, not to, wow. Not to get okay. too highbrow. Pulling from rich cinem- cinema. Cinematic gold. <laughs> By the way, my mother bought me the the damn shirt without even intentionally trying to do that, but I have a Good Burger like work shirt that she bought me with collar and everything. Yeah, that's uh, I, that was. I that bet was a you could gift. sell that and make a ton of money from it. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. When like I say just, a ton, you know, just more than what you paid for it. I just, but but like, it's not like it's a Good Burger like logo or anything. It's the the blue and white stripe like shirt oh, is okay. the perfect pattern then. yeah i mean honestly like so you look nothing, like an argentinian goalie yes literally and like like jess was like your mother fucking clowned your ass for christmas i was like why she just got you a good burger shirt i was like no it's not she shows me the front of the movie poster i was like motherfucker she did <laughs> <laughs> whatever she wants you to make burgers that's that's, that's a good thing which just happened so thanks mom so it, there's it's this particular bitters called bitter truth and Ooh. it's like the worcestershire sauce of bitters oh you know it fucking right. smells like i can sit there and unscrew it and be like oh this smells fucking phenomenal and when you put it in your drink you're like oh yeah that's it because it's a distinct flavor it's a good flavor and it's not and when you you know bitters bitters has a tendency to make me do that bitter face you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this one, you're just like, mmm, all right. It's, it has a savoriness to it. It's fucking phenomenal. That's secret number one. Secret number two is I've been messing around with the, the sweetening agent. So typically, I would just use simple syrup. You're like, yeah, all right, whatever. But, but then one day, I was just like, wait a minute. What's stopping me from using, like, honey or maple syrup or agave? And then I was like, oh, wait, Not fucking a nothing. damn <laughs> thing. Yeah. Only so, my imagination. So I made them with all three of those. And they were all pretty good. The maple syrup was a bit too sweet. You know, it has a very, Mm. you know, it's like a, it was just strong. Now, for the honey, I did do a honey syrup. So I mixed it like with, you know, Uh, like you would a simple syrup, but with honey. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, and that, that ended up being the best one, in my opinion. But I, I didn't do the same thing for the syrup. So maybe I should try doing it with the syrup and see how that plays out. Yeah, possibly. Well, two things. One, uh, to echo your hipster sentiment from earlier, Critter, we were talking about air fryers. I've been, I'd been drinking old fashions for years, and then I was at a, a bar, and then uh, I ordered an old fashioned. Like, ah, yeah, the Don Draper. Like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> apparently, right. yeah, that that drinks all over Mad Men. It's like that's in fact that show brought the drink back to popularity. I'm like, the fuck it did. I had to look it up. It was when Air Ma- it was it was when Mad Men was airing. I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here! No, I liked this drink way before that shit happened. Yeah, and nothing makes you feel more like a hipster than that moment. You're like, no, no, exactly. No, I like, swear. Oh, to you. you're you're watching Office Harassment, the show. Fuck you. You're gonna ruin my drink. 
So, so have you messed with a lot of bitters then in, in your long career of old fashions? Honestly, I haven't. I've, I've been um, pretty traditionalist about it, and it's not because I'm any kind of a hard-nosed sort of, no, this is me, me. I really, much like you, I, it didn't strike me that, wait a minute, I can sweeten or bitter this with whatever the fuck I want. Hey, why don't I throw away the navel orange and use a fucking blood orange or a mandarin orange? How about instead of a, you know, the panic button red bullshit Sunday cherry, I use something really fancy like a Luxardo. Okay, that, okay. Let me, fin- let me finish from a recipe because I got stuff yeah, about yeah. all of these things. Go for it, uh, go for it. Honey simple syrup was my favorite one. But for the cherry, yeah, I was using the bright red emergency button maraschino originally. But then mm. I was like, man, I want to try those darker cherries, you know, the, the, the Luxardo. Luxardo. Went to the store, I went to the store. I picked up the jar. I'm like, yeah, these are the ones. It's mm-hmm. Fucking twenty bucks. I was just like, I'm, I have, I was like, look, I can't do it. I can't do it, man. I can't spend twenty bucks on a jar of cherries. I you didn't just do it? can't fucking do it. I can't. I can't do it. I just I feel like this. I could see like Critter going to like oh, a, man. like the I've food had him section in my and be like, and then I'm like, Ugh. it's like a shaking, you know. Yeah. And like, would twenty bucks kill me? No, but the idea of spending twenty dollars on fucking cherries—that's <laughs> such a small bottle. You just have a moment, and you f- you fucking chuck it across the store like a grenade. Nope. No, no, no. So I, I picked up the jar next to him, which were also dark cherries, and they were. Seven dollars a jar. I'm like, okay, I can get on board with that. I can get on board with that. <laughs> I can rock this. I got this. They're not cheap. No, it does end up coming. It's, it's probably I haven't I haven't taken the, the cherries out and measured, but you're probably looking at like a dollar a cherry. It yeah, um, it, it's it's kind of rough. I mean, they are very good because the ones I got are so much better than the maraschino ones. You know, the regular bright red ones. They're so much better. Take the jump once. You know, treat yourself. You know what? Just make yourself feel better while you're at it. Just buy some caviar and some champagne. You're like, all right, well, if I'm going to be overspending on tiny vessels of things, might as well go all the way with it. Uh, buy, you, know you don't know me at all. <laughs> buy some printer toner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have that crushed down. Ooh, printer toner diamond. Just have it crushed down to a diamond. Yeah, baby. It's the most expensive thing on the fucking planet. Fucking HP diamond. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. So, but it's it's one of these things that you just sit there and you think that like, is it gonna be that much different? I mean, until I have it, I'll have I you know I'm gonna be this guy. But I was also this guy. Like, can the beer in Europe be that much better? And oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. it fucking is. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, actually can. it actually pissed me off how much better it was. I was like, I was like, God fucking damn it. So now I gotta go <laughs> back to the states and be like, hmm, well, in Europe, I'm going to be that guy. And I'm like, you wouldn't believe it. I was like that, too. Bah, 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 bah. Then it's, but it's true. It's so true. That was your reaction? It wasn't, oh, this is an amazing beer. I'm glad I'm out here. You just took a sip, and you just kind of take yep, your glasses off. I was off. angry. I was fucking angry. That's Hitler like, in the bunker. Yeah. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> what if, and this is just another variation, you did an old-fashioned using no sweetener for the whiskey you use sortilege that's an option too um that that because i think that's a nice balance of whiskey and maple sweetness i oh, well, and just and i had it with and, you and it was good for sipping and but it it's attached so i i typically like bourbons 
but it like the maple syrups like when stuff's super infused it's like i don't like fruit infused beers really when it's too yeah. sweet i just yeah. don't have a palate for it even though i like fruitier cocktails i don't necessarily like it um mapley i guess it's like that you know what i mean like yeah. uh yeah anyway so the recipe that I, I've been dealing with is one ounce of bourbon, uh, and I go between either one ounce of bourbon and one ounce of rye, or I do two ounces of bourbon, and then a ounce of the simple syrup, which I, I recommend doing the honey simple syrup, which is made the same way as simple syrup, but with honey instead of sugar, and then this specific bitters, which is the Bitter Truth Old Time Aromatic Bitters. Now, it's kind of expensive, but when you fucking taste it, now this is going to be one of those things. $20 a bottle because I swear to Christ. It's it's close to it. Buy the fucking cherries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm telling you, there's like I have tried all kinds of other bitters and nothing has been like this. I swear to God, I, I have the same reaction to this as I do Worcestershire. <laughs> Worcestershire sauce. I'll fucking open it and just fucking smell it. I'm like, oh, that smells so good. <laughs> <laughs> Four dashes of that, and then I also use, like, an orange bitters as well, you know, orange bitters. Right, well. And then you can use your fancy cherries. I do, you know, I will muddle a, a cherry in there sometimes. I'm also, like, I am, I'm so untraditional, like, mix it up so many times. I don't have a set way of how I do it. Um, so sometimes I'll just toss the cherry in. Sometimes I'll muddle it. Um, but sometimes I'll throw in the orange peel and lemon twist thanks to the Brian Q hack. Sometimes, if I have them, mm -hmm. if not, I usually have them because of the Brian Q hack, which is super oh, yeah. helpful. Matt Tyler got me that this ice ball maker, and it's it oh. actually makes super clear ice, and you don't have to boil water, you don't have to do shit. You just pour water really? in the thing. Yeah. For some reason, it does something with gravity that pulls out all the sediment into the bottom. So, mm. like, when you take it out, you get super clear ice balls. And it, it ends up making a pretty fancy-looking drink. You can impress your friends. You can not, you know, just impress yourself. But it, I, I love it. It's been fun. And messing with the sweeteners was a fun experiment for me, you know, because I'm like, what, what am I doing? I, I kept thinking the difference was different bourbons or different whiskeys, rye versus bourbon. And then it's just, you know, oh, it's the shit that has flavor. <laughs> <laughs> the old fashioned fucked on Draper. Do you think, Don, you could just not fuck anything that isn't nailed down? Solve a lot of your problems, pal. Where would the fun be in that, Ken? <laughs> that wouldn't be very 60s of me, would it? You fucking square. Break? Sure, let's do a little break. All right, well, we'll take ourselves a little break, and when we come back, we're going to blitz through the fucking arcade. Let's do it. Spend some tokens. And then it's time to hit the old, I guess, the jukebox that's in the corner of the arcade, because, of course, arcades have jukeboxes. Yes, Fuck Rocky yes, living they do. Under. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's time for gum tracks, bitches. Stay yeah. tuned. We'll be right back with you. There's the way other vodkas do things, and there's the way we do it. Responsibly. Responsibly vodka is sourced responsibly. Crafted responsibly. How many times did we distill it? Once. Because we did it responsibly the first time. And just how good is our vodka? Well... Ask our competitors. Please drink responsibly. Please drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Please drink responsibly. 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 I rest my case. Responsibly vodka. Enjoy some tonight. Responsibly. Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day -day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? 
If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good Good journey, journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. And we are back. Dan, without further ado, let's get into that fucking arcade. Movies. Technology. Gaming. It's Dan's Arcade. That is right, children. Welcome back to the arcade. I hope you've been saving those tokens. Um, We've got some new stuff for you to check out. Hopefully you'll be entertained. Um... Let's look into first thing that uh, came up on my radar that's potentially in theaters. Uh, I'm not sure on streaming. Didn't do my research. Uh, but uh, this film I-, I heard about a while back, and I'm really excited that it's being released in the uh, back end of March. And that is Nobody. Uh, Nobody is being released with Bob Odenkirk starring as the character that is a bystander who intervenes to help a woman becoming harassed by a group of men uh, that it becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord. Okay, um, I, I, after watching the trailer for this, uh, I got that that good feels like that that John Wick vibe that you know oh, I get. And, I, I got it too, but was kind of goofy. It was Bob mm-hmm. Odenkirk. Yes, I, that, I mean, I guess it, it's it, like it, it's hard to believe him kicking ass, but when I see it, I'm like, it's not far fetched. No, you no, know? it's like, I mean, it's I wouldn't peg it like that, but eh, right. whatever. Yeah, and it kind of made me think of, uh, oh, damn it. I'm trying to think of the movie. It's like uh, Falling Down with uh, Michael, uh, Michael Douglas. Douglas. Yeah. Yep. Um, that, it got, it has that vibe, but then like with a, like John Wick in there, you know? And that, that, that right there, I'm like, sold. I'm going to watch it. I'm definitely going to check this out. Um, I just, you know, I mean, I, I think he, he lost a good bit of weight for this uh, from what I've seen in the trailers and everything like that. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't like he was putting on the pounds or anything like that. Like, uh, but then again, I haven't c- kept up with um, Better Call Saul or whatever else he's working on right now. Um, but I- I'm excited. This looks like it's going to be a blast. Um, I can't wait to watch it, honestly. It's something that I've, I'm looking forward to. Am I looking forward to watch it in the theaters? Of course I want to. I don't know if I'm going to. I'm probably just going to wait if it's it's something to stream, of course, you know, if that, that's possible. Uh, speaking of streaming, let's jump right into it. Uh, there are two shows that uh, I've currently watched, uh, you know, all of now, and, you know, I, I do recommend watching. At first, I was a little, uh, you know, and maybe I'll get ridiculed for this. I was on the 
ledge about it. I was like, I watched the first two that came out, and that's uh, for Marvel Studios uh, on Disney Plus uh, is going to be WandaVision. Um, I mm-hmm. started watching the first two episodes because they gave you those two episodes, uh, you know, on that first Friday for you to check out. Watched the first one, and I was like, okay, cool, yeah, I, I'm getting this. Where does this go? How did this work? Because the movies, you know, this... I, I don't know where this alternate timeline is. Watched the second episode. I was like, okay, okay. I'm a little more intrigued and interested. And as the weeks have progressed, yeah, this is a good show. This is worth your time. That's what it, I've been hearing. Oh, uh, I, I knew this was going to be good. Um, mm-hmm. Even the first three episodes, or the first two specifically, mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of some people may have been a little bored. I loved it because I grew up watching those shows. I had, right. I, I guess, insomnia as a kid. I don't know if I have insomnia because I mm-hmm. sleep fine. I just have trouble falling asleep at night. Sleep mm-hmm. fine during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would watch Dick Van Dyke. You know, I Love Lucy. I would watch all of those fucking shows. So as soon as I saw that, saw the the living room, I'm like, that's Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. But then, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, watching the Bewitched, I'm like, oh, that's Bewitched. Oh, that's Brady Bunch. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like every sitcom, I'm like, yeah, oh, it captured the vibes of those shows so fucking well, all the way to the modern family version, including the intro for WandaVision, which was just full on The Office, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and it was just so well done that you're just kind of like, damn, I don't know, like, who the person was that had got to do that, but they probably had a fun ass time doing that. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, the little details, like the, the, actually on the screen details that you watch during like the eras of the TV that you're watching because technology back then could only capture so much, you know Um, you know, you weren't getting these super crisp, vibrant lines and stuff like that. You were getting muddled lines of, you know, outlines of faces and stuff like that. There was fuzz on the screen. There was, you know, not screen tearing, but color, um, uh, I guess levels were not right and it would kind of fade in and out. So at one point this color was more vibrant before and then it would fade in a little bit as you're watching it. Uh, dude, I was like watching this show and I was getting like, I was getting caught up on the, the audio visual dorkiness of it. And I'm like, wow, people did some work on this show and it deserves my attention fully. And let's talk about a character they brought back for the show that mm-hmm. just had a bit part. Oh, yes. Ant-Man. Jimmy Woo. Yeah. I mean, yes. that guy, he's phenomenal in everything he's in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but him being in the MCU for that little bit, I'm like, oh, I really like that guy. For the moment you saw him with Paul Rudd, and you're like, mm-hmm. well, and playing off of Paul Rudd, I mean, you can't get two more likable people on a set, I, I don't think. Uh, anyway, no, no, them no. putting him more in the show, I'm like, all right, something could happen with this. He could get, you know, more airtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's just a person you like seeing on screen. So yeah, I, I agree I, with you, Critter. And and there was something I saw. I don't know if this was just like somebody posted this or something, but like they were pointing out like getting uh, uh, Jimmy Woo to do a show for Marvel where he stays as an FBI guy who goes off to go all and do all the weird crazy things that would like an x-files in, mcu thing. yes 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 exactly I, I don't know where i saw that but I, I was like sold so wandavision out for you to watch now on disney plus let's move on to something else that is streaming on sci-fi for you to check out uh now do i own sci-fi's streaming app no no i don't i don't would, would that be your discovery plus <laughs> 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 
My ever dad is still that, so ever proud. since that episode, man. I, I see Discovery Plus all the time ads on my phone. I'm like, oh my God. They're like, you must really like Discovery Plus because you say it a lot. <laughs> no, my dad is still proud. And he's like, oh, on Discovery Plus, they got this now. I'm like, God damn it, dad. I, I, like, I have to hold it back because I just think about us talking about it. Just but, shitting on Discovery Plus. <laughs> and he's so proud. He's so proud. And, and I love him to death. That that son of a bitch. He is just like, he's like, he's like, you know, because he wants to gloat about it because I got it set up myself. And Discovery so, Plus. <laughs> so I, I think the thing that bothers me about Discovery Plus is that they took no time or energy to come up with a name or a branding for it, you know, mm-hmm. like Hulu is Hulu, Netflix, they're like, all right, I mean, they were original, so it was kind of like one of these things. Disney Plus, they're like, okay, whatever. But then Discovery's like, well, Disney Plus is doing well, so we'll just be Discovery Plus. You know, it's like saying iPhone, and so we're like, what yeah, if we're just right. like, I this, I that? And it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, come up with something else. I will put my fist in your eye socket. <laughs> Discover your imagination, bitch, because he ain't got it. All right, Dan, you were saying something about sci-fi? So, yeah, with uh, sci-fi, has released a new show with uh, Alan Tudyk, who I'm a huge fan of. Already Um, loved it. Haven't seen a single episode, but mm -hmm. I can tell I'm a huge fan, and I have never seen it. Yes, and the the show we're talking about is Resident Alien, uh, a show about... a uh, alien that lands on earth and then assumes the role of a doctor. And uh, I guess I, I, and uh, forgive me if I don't know this right off, I believe they're in Alaska uh, where he lands and starts presuming to be a doctor and, and trying to play the part and doing the weirdest of shit that is freaking the fuck out of the town um, from the trailers that I've seen. I'm, I'm, I'm smitten. Of course, Alan Tudyk. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a fanboy of him. Uh, I think he's a great actor. I love all his content and I will watch anything with him in there. Um, but uh, this, this looks like it hits on all cylinders. Yeah, I think this is worth your time. Let's move on to things out for you to own on Blu-ray or 4k, whatever you want to get DVD as well. You know, it's all there or digitally you can get that shit. Um, so let's move on to a flick that, uh, I actually just watched, Maybe I'd say a little after, maybe three weeks ago with the family. Uh, my dad wanted to really watch this. It's a Tom Hanks flick, and it is News of the World. Um, uh, I didn't know what to expect of this, because uh, really, dad was like, oh, I want to watch this, and I had no clue. I was like, oh, let's have dinner. We'll we'll hang out. We'll watch it on TV and uh, check it out and see what it's all about. Um, I, I did not know I was signing up for a Tom Hanks-esque Western um, which I would have never thought mm. Tom Hanks in a Western ever. But then again, I'm going to go out there and say that I never thought that I would watch Kevin Costner, never watch Dances with Wolves at this point, talking about it. Uh, and I'm talking about Open Range as a badass Western uh, with Kevin Costner. Whereas Tom Hanks, this is it. He's a bad motherfucker in this, okay? Like, I think of Tom Hanks as, you know, honestly, pretty bubbly, pretty you know, uh, friendly. When I saw this, I was like, I was like, okay, all right, Tom. All right. Not so to be fucked So you never with. saw Road to Perdition then, huh? Uh, I have not, actually. Okay. Oh, okay. Not. Okay. Yeah. I You're forgetting movie. Tom Hanks is actually an actor. 
okay. Rose of Perdition. No, oh, no, dude. I'm fucking down. Yeah, thanks for the 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 recommendation. Don't hate me too much, Billiam. I'll, I'll, you know, uh, I'll watch it. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's gonna. He's like sneering at me right now. I can feel it. So anyway, news of the world. Definitely worth your time watching. Owning, uh, if you're a Western fan, yes, totally. Um, I- I'll be honest, I'm not going to buy this. I'm pretty sure I'll be able to stream it, um, but it- it's worth your time to watch. I highly recommend this uh, for you to watch with uh, family, friends, whatever. All right, let's move on to one of my favorites, um, and it's uh, kind of a sci-fi horror flick. Sci-fi horror is such a great genre. It's not huge. Uh, there's a- Most of the best sci-fi movies are sci-fi horror. Yeah. Yeah. Just a heads up. I mean, if you uh, don't count Star Wars, but the but most critically acclaimed stuff like Alien, yeah, uh, yeah. Event Horizon, like this yeah. one's not critically acclaimed, but Pandorum, it's fucking amazing in my book, but yes, whatever. Yeah. I, I, and actually, I'll tell you, like, Critter, you know, one of the things that I want to, I really want to be a horror flick fan, okay? But I, I guess I'm, I'm a jump scare bitch or something like that. I don't know what it is, but like, I, I love horror flicks, but like they also repel me as much as they attract me. Uh, uh, whereas, well, that's part of the charm, you know. Yeah, so yeah. like, uh, I like I said, I subscribe to Shutter, and I watch. I, I this week I've watched a horror movie every single night. Um, oh, nice! And, and you can sleep. That's that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's not like I don't get scared. So mm-hmm. it's not like oh well, this shit doesn't scare. I absolutely get fucking scared. <laughs> Oh shit! What the hell? But was it's that? not when I'm watching the movie necessarily. Like there'll be jump scares or whatever. But it's I live alone. Okay. Mm, yeah. So yeah, you know I don't have pets. So anytime I hear literally anything, I'm like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> what the shit was that? Oh, I'm a dead. I'm, I'm dead. I'm a goner. What am I gonna do? I don't have a will. Oh, I didn't even get a chance to clear out my browsing history. Yeah. Uh, Event Horizon is the flick that we're talking about. This is like one of my favorite flicks that I actually purchased on Blu-ray when they released it back when, uh, back in the day. Um, and they hadn't had it for a while. It was only on DVD and VHS that I was aware of. And they've just made a collector's edition of it that's now out for you to own. Um, I'm really a big fan of this flick. If you've not seen Event Horizon, I do say it's worth watching. Um, if you're a fan of sci-fi, if you're not a big fan of horror, I think you can handle this. Okay. I mean, it's far out there and it's, it gets pretty dark, but it's a good flick. And, you know, I, I love Sam Neill in this. I love Lawrence Fishburne in this. If you've got some time, you can stream it, uh, check it out. I guarantee you can buy it on Blu-ray in the $5 bin somewhere at Best Buy or something like that. Not the meaning that it's not worth it. It's just that it's been out on Blu-ray and it's worth your time to watch. And that'll be concluding what I recommend for you to own this week. So let's jump into video games. This is going to be short and sweet. There's only one video game on my radar, and that's Valheim. Uh, It is exclusively on the PC right now on Steam. It is in, like, beta form right now for you to try out for about 20 bucks on Steam uh, platform. Okay. The best way to explain this is you are a warrior who has failed. You have not died and gone to Valhalla. You have gone to Valheim. Okay. Which is basically Viking purgatory. Okay. And you have to prove yourself to Odin. Okay. And defeat certain bosses in this flat earth. 
and literally it is a disc that you are on in this game. If you go to the edge, you will sail off the edge and die, okay? So don't do that because you lose all your shit. It is a survival-based game where you're going to have to explore, build, and conquer. Um, it's also going to have crafting. Uh, well, I said survival. Anyway, but and also you can cooperate or you can be a dick. I mean, you, if you want to, that's fine. You can open up your server, put it out there to the masses. Uh, the scary thing about this game right now is it's only allowing 10 players per server. The scary part is, is the Internet, as we know, is not filled with friendly people. Some people want to just be dicks. OK, but what's interesting about this game is this game's community has turned a very positive note that uh, I was really impressed to find out about. Um, whenever you're getting into this game, there's a group of people that all you do is you let them know you're stuck and you put in an appointment with them and you can't get to your corpse. These guys actually come out, take you to your corpse, get all your shit, and bring you back safely home, okay? It's a very strange game to me, but I am enamored by it. I've invested a good bit of time. Um, I'm not into these survival games like Minecraft or um, trying to think of other ones, Rust, all these other games that have popped up, you know. I, I, but this game clicks on all cylinders for some fucking reason for me. Um, I highly recommend it. It's 20 bucks. People are going nuts for it. Uh, and if you're a PC gamer, it's worth your time on Steam. That will conclude Dan's Arcade. If you have not spent all your tokens, save them for next time. Ta-ta till next time, assholes. Oh, thank you, Dan. No problem. Right, now moving on to the topic of the evening. They can talk about their favorite kind of dinosaur Or embarrassing encounters at the adult store But they probably won't be talking about the football score It's the Watch Your Mouth motherfucking topic Brought to you by Abigail's Ghost Trending Now on Spotify. Gum tracks. Now, what the fuck is a gum track, you might be asking? Well, if you followed the show, you remember what that is. We've brought it up before. But to anyone who might be new to the idea, a gum track is a song that you've heard before. But then maybe some time goes by since the last time you heard it. It's usually years. It's usually a good bit of time that goes by. And you hear it again, and immediately you get flooded with nostalgia. Like, holy shit, this is the most amazing song. Why did I ever stop listening mm -hmm. to this song? Mm -hmm. The reason we call them gum tracks is because much like the same way somebody in a group whips out a packet of gum, you have that reaction of, holy shit, gum, yes, may I please have gum? Gum is amazing. Oh, what the fuck, the gum? You have that same kind of reaction to this particular track. Therefore, mm -hmm. gum tracks. Gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, we have a new collection of gum tracks that uh, we're going to share with you. And it, this is a nice music sharing experience because then we get listeners chiming in. They tell us their gum tracks. Um, every now and then there's something that we pull up as a gum track that ends up triggering somebody else's gum track reaction. Oh, fuck, I do remember that. We've had fun with it. That's why it ends up being a recurring segment. It's good shit. Yeah, I like the idea of sharing music. And, you know, uh, even when we throw out to, to listeners and we have... Um, thrown out some random shit like, you know, the craziest metal or something like that. There is offerings from you with the the comments and just a link that you just drop in. Even, uh, I think Colt, uh, Colt A basically just grabbed, he was like, I grabbed the craziest thing I could find and threw it up. 
I still listen to that fucking uh, track from this Japanese metal band that I go look it up. I don't know the fucking name, unfortunately. Uh, I haven't translated it correctly, but I'll go look it up and I'll find it and, you know, take a second to search it down and still listen to it to this day and also share it out to other people. So gum tracks are amazing and we love that you share yours with us. So please feel free to comment, share, send links to us. Uh, hopefully if you can through SoundCloud or, you know, anything through social media, we do appreciate y'all. Absolutely. So without further ado, we'll kick this thing off. Um, Dan, you are the program manager of sorts. Uh, what is the first track we have pulled up here? All right. The first track we're going to pull up is by the Alan Parsons project. Ah, this Uh, is one of mine. Uh huh. Yes. This is the eye in the sky. That's very, one on my yacht rock station. Yeah, it's very chill. Yeah. It's one of those songs I've heard pieces of. Mm-hmm. But uh, never heard the full thing, but now that I heard it all the way through, I'm like, oh shit, this is a good one. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, like... I- I can't honestly say I've ever heard that before, but I can I can feel the vibe. Like that's some good like fucking straight studying or reading or you know going over something music. Like that's a a good like chill track that I could get into. I I, I don't know why. I think it's just because it's Alan Pro- Parsons' project that it always makes me think of. <laughs> Um, Mike Mike Myers movie. Uh, I know. Austin Powers. Yes, yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. It's a laser. We call it the Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's a progressive rock band from the seventies. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Be a freaking bone here. Every time, every time I hear it, and and you know, it's like it's like I shouldn't think of that. Don't do it. Don't do it. But no, every, oh, time, every time it's Seth Green just dog shitting fucking uh, <laughs> Mike Myers. Also, I like how I let it with Mike Myers movie. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that about? Like, there's other movies you'll think of immediately besides that and Wayne's World. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you'll have people. Yeah. So I married an axe murder, but I guarantee you that was not the first one you thought of. No, no. Wayne's yeah. World is always first for me. Um, all, first and forever, honestly, for me, for Mike Myers. So I thought but, about I thought about Wayne's World in a meeting the other day when we were talking about, yeah, we just want to make sure all of our, <laughs> all of our t- T's are crossed and our I's are <laughs> dotted. And, and I was like, oh, our lowercase J's. Lowercase J's. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to introduce the next one because yeah. I, I don't, I'm sure you guys aren't super familiar with this. No, so I'm not. Yeah. this came this this band or whatever the hell they are came up on you know one of my playlists. I'm when you know, I was just listening to just random kind of music, and you know when you the longer you listen to stuff, the more you find stuff that initially you liked the the band before that got you here, but then you start listening to this new band, you're like. Oh man, I'm just cracking out on this band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I this band's called Dance with the Dead. Okay. And what they do, it's like they all of the songs kind of sound like modern versions of what you would hear in 80s horror movies. Okay. Okay. All right. So, it's it they do a lot of techno type stuff but with rock, but then like when you when you listen to more and more of the songs, you're like, "Oh, I can see this happening in a horror movie." Ba 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 ba. It's it's really fucking cool. Uh, Dance with the Dead, Riot. 
Definitely right with that because, like, after getting that explanation, that that queued up all the the timing for that. The scream, and then the with the scream induces the panic run or fear after that. Just listen to this little tune here, or do yeah, it, well, yeah. and they it's not all just the this this was a high energy one, and this was the first mm-hmm. one that I heard, which put me on it. And then they just have a lot that is more if it's. We'll cover a lot more of the the feelings that you get from a lot of those movies. No um, shit, that's cool. Yeah, man. it's really fucking cool. Um, I I I have been really liking it. It's a great uh, cardio listen because I'll listen to it when I ride my bike mm-hmm. because there's no mm-hmm. lyric and it's great to super concentrate at work because yeah. you don't have lyrics to kind of take you out of your focus. Right. And I you know like I've been off of uh, medicine for ADD since high school well, since early college um and it's been rearing its ugly head as an adult because i'm like whatever i can do to focus i need to fucking do it yeah and this kind of music really helps me when i just really need to get in a fucking groove for some of my projects that i've been getting into um when i'm at home and it's just like i can't just sit quietly like drawing i find whenever i'm doing any type of drawing I, like this is the type of shit I need to listen to, to, to keep me invested, uh, keep me focused. And just like in the mindset, it, it gets a rhythm and the rhythm starts to take over and then you focus really with that. So yeah, no, that's a, that's a good little share there, man. Um, can I see Ken jamming out to this at the gym? No. Cause that gym would get wrecked. Um, but you know, <laughs> I, I hear that and I immediately thought, all right, the protagonist in the action movie, in order to get out of the drug lord's compound, is going to have to do a shit ton of the fictitious drug. Ah, okay. That they've made up for the movie, like uh-huh. you know, they call it something like I don't know, rocket or <laughs> <laughs> something like that. And then it, immediately... it might be called riot. The drug yeah, might be called go, riot. riot. There it is. It is. It's riot. called riot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then breaks into some sick fucking hardcore Henry biting elbows kind of yes. first person sequence where a yeah. lot of motherfuckers end up dead. Yeah, it's it's about to, you're about to get wrecked. That's, that's I mean the only the, yeah the only thing that has a better uh, you know mass hysteria type fight scene well is of course Black Betty. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Classic. Black Betty, I think, would have also worked beautifully in the uh, the church scene from the first Kingsman. Oh, dude. Yeah, you know it. Holy fuck. The amount of murder that happened on that holy ground. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Kenny brought it in and smooth sailing and then could have brought up the high energy and uh, drop it back down. A little bit of energy, but uh, I- I'm, I've been actually really getting back into the 80s um, a lot lately um just like putting it on when i'm cooking downstairs in the kitchen cleaning anything like that um and one that comes to mind that always gets that movie nostalgia for me i don't know if it's a theme song but it was definitely a part of the soundtrack you know but i crown jewel of the fucking soundtrack it is it is every time i hear this song i think of the movie but you know and uh this group that we're talking about is huey lewis and the news and the power of love
want to own a DeLorean now. Yeah, you no, you deserve one, Ken. If anyone I was to ever say deserves a DeLorean, you do, sir. You do. Actually, I, I spoke with someone who actually does own one. This was years ago. This was like back when I still lived in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, look, do yourself a fucking favor and buy every like factory shop manual, like the big multi-volume three-ring binders that you'd see at the dealership. Buy those fucking books because I mm. guarantee, goddamn, to you, you can either do it yourself or you can pay through the nose to have some mechanic <laughs> figure out how to work on some of this shit because it's yeah. a weird fucking car. Huey Lewis, just all of his songs, just really kind of put you in a good mood, you know. Very true. Oh, yeah. Um, but this one is just just makes you think of '80s soundtracks and how many other soundtracks it's on. I couldn't tell you. But mm-hmm. for some reason, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a stereotypical 80s soundtrack song. Yes. It's probably yes. just on that one movie's official soundtrack. And then it just got woven into every other movie or show that wanted to bring you back to the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just show some exterior footage of a high school, crank up the, the Huey Lewis. Yeah, voila. yeah, totally. So our next tune here is uh bob james yeah. <laughs> uh, i think you want to cue this one up ken this this is a rando yeah um rachel and i started watching taxi oh okay <laughs> oh man you up. guys are really going old school uh-huh. oh yeah absolutely god it's it's so strange seeing danny devito that young Just but he's still playing danny devito baby faced but exactly <laughs> he's basically he's frank been... yeah 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 exactly but yeah, the the theme song just got stuck in my head for weeks on end. I'm like, all right, I just I'm gonna have to hear it to get it out. So, Dan, take it away. All right, so Bob James, Angela. <laughs> actually seen the show that's that's gonna have absolutely zero impact for you because <laughs> i don't think that had any popularity beyond like oh yeah that's the theme from taxi and, and and well guess what since i was always awake i watched everything on nick at night until like modern <laughs> shit got played on it basically okay so you saw the footage of the cab coming across the bridge oh yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah for mm-hmm. sure yeah and then I, I i always thought it was so weird that oh you know when i watched the show as i was a kid watching it and judd hirsch was the the main character right but i didn't understand that because he was not interesting i mean like you got who's the boss on there man i mean come on you got tony Mm -hmm. you got tony freaking danza in there fucking christopher lloyd yeah you got doc brown like a motherfucker in that bitch Uh, on that Mm -hmm. and christopher lloyd in that was amazing yeah he's just definitely like cracked out dude just and they didn't even try to like oh you got to get clean yeah, he's so burnt out. No. Right. If anything, go dirtier. You know that old saying, I may not know art, but I know what I like. And this kind of sure. kind of fills that, that has, it encompasses that for music for me. Because I'll listen to a bunch of random stuff, like heavy metal, uh, pop punk, mm-hmm. uh, today's hits, and like rap. And then this song came on, and I was just like, oh, damn. 
all right, yeah, I'm digging okay. this. And it's uh, Too Old to Die Young by Brother Deji? Deji? I think it's Deji. Deji. Brother Deji. got a, a good feel to it like uh honestly um the way i would describe that is kind of a americana Music to flip your track or two yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i get an americana vibe to that i like that that um is that what's the proper term is it steel guitar or what uh, is dobro Dobro. Okay, that's that's what I'm looking for. Um, Which was the Pillsbury Doughboys. Sex toy. <laughs> God damn it. I was going to say a sibling who got a little too much into frat life is now Dobro, but um, I believe that's just called a dildo. Fucking <laughs> 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 oh. Ken. It was right there. It was right there and I missed it. <laughs> You know, I, I'm I'm not big into country, but when I listen to country, it's more country. You know, not this, not not so much pop country. Not that pop country isn't super, doesn't have like its place, and it has like it's super catchy. But this kind of just brings you back because it like puts you in a mood that's like sad but not sad. You know what I mean? It's like you're sad but you want to get shit done. You're living life. That's it's the way a weird I think of it. feeling that you want to work towards something and you're not happy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and his and the name of the song is perfect for that vibe. I think he just knew the vibe that I'm talking about. And he's like, dude, I'm writing a song. It's too old to die young. It's like that. That's his. That's the chorus. I'm too old to die young. And you're like, oh snap. Uh-huh. Hey, could also just called it back to Churin. <laughs> back to Churin. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> like a good day at Churin. Anyway, onward to the next uh, song. This is one that um, I heard actually through uh, Scrubs, a TV show that I really, really fucking love too much and am willing to watch any fucking time. Um, and it's uh, the uh, singer is Colin Hay. Uh, he's a part of uh, Men at Work. Um, and, but this is, I like the acoustic version that he does by himself of this, uh, song and it is called Overkill. I can get to sleep. I think about the implications of diving in too deep and possibly the complications, especially at night. I worry over situations I know we'll be alright Perhaps it's just imagination um, And I know that little clip is really short of that But I, I, I just love the acoustic version of him Just, you know, Colin Hay doing it with an acoustic guitar That's, that's what I want, that's my jam Alright, let's move on to the next track so this one's going to be a little change of pace. Who would like yeah. to express this one <laughs> or explain? This was a metal group I found out about through Dan. Oh, I'm sorry. 
No, I'm just yep. kidding. It's fucking and, great. Um, Love this it. Particular track. This this riff gets stuck in my head more often than not, but it's just a badass riff. This is a uh, Gojira, Ocean Planet. Wake the fuck up. doesn't deviate a whole lot from that kind of motif so mm-hmm. that's pretty well encapsulates the whole song okay i like gajira it like the one song that ever always like resonates with me is esoteric surgery for some reason is the one that like sticks with me that's that is my gojira song if i were to put that as far as metal is concerned like that's like a just a good like you know, kind of bobbing, chilling and like working on something uh, like drawing is something I could, I could feel myself yeah. really vibing to that. It's, it's metal and it's got a, a good jarring sound to it. It's not speed intense. It, it's good shit. It's no, good it's heavy, shit. But it's, but it's, it's got a nice chord yeah. progression, a good melody to it. Critter, what do you think of that track? Did you enjoy it? Was it good for you? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Next track, let's uh let's dig into this. Uh Critter, you got some uh some explanation for this madness? Yeah, this this is uh this is a song I put on my pump up jam uh okay. playlist. It just it's I don't know if it's a happy topic, but it's portrayed in such a like upbeat way that it just okay. puts me in a good mood. And so when I'm cooking random shit in my kitchen, uh-huh. a lot of times I'll be jamming out to this uh oh, okay. and it and it's it's fucking fun when you actually listen to the whole lyrics it's goofy it's high energy it's weird okay okay gotcha and All it's right. watsky mean as drunk <laughs> Dude, that's got a really good little vibe to it, you know, that like, you know, cooking, dude, I'm down with that. Well, and see, that's just the beginning, you know, like this song, it it, it goes through the ups and downs of, you know, when you listen to the whole thing, you're like, Mm -hmm. all right, it's weird. It's weird, Uh but it's uh fun. It's like a fun weird. So, I mean, like it's, I guess it's considered like rap, but I mean, like, as you could tell, it wasn't. Rappy, rappy. When yeah. he gets into like the uh, the initial like verse, you could tell like what it's like. Uh, and when you you know if if any of these kind of strike anybody that they want to listen to them, um, you can you know check them out and listen to the whole songs. Uh, Taxi, if you're familiar with it, I mean, like if that if that scene isn't playing in your head, then <laughs> something's wrong with you. Just skip it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The the intro riff to that that did sound very. Honestly, it sounded really commercial. Like I, I could see a, a a Target ad playing out over that. 
But if you say it goes into something a bit more weird or complex, uh, now mm-hmm. I'm now I'm hooked. I'm curious. I want to see kind of where that one goes from here. Well, I didn't say it was what? complex. I'm not a music guy. I just know yeah. what I like. No, you know? Just, you, the way you describe it, it takes some kind of a turn. So I'd be interested to see. There's what a twist. That... Yeah, exactly. The topic is weird. He's talking about a mean ass drunk, and it makes him cry. But when you listen to it, you're like, I'm not getting sad at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm really having a good time in this dude's misery right now. There are tunes like that that I immediately just go, "Fuck it, I'm not listening to this shit." But that that definitely lures me in. It's got a good beat. I like it, man. I got one here. Um, this is one that um, actually, it's an old one for me, um, but it's something that I really, really, I hadn't been exposed to until uh, a buddy of mine in the workplace recommended it to me. It's my buddy uh, uh, Adam Y had introduced me to this band, and I had no clue about them. Um, but I, I'm a big fan of like thrash metal and stuff like that. And um, th- this guy's been a, a part of like multiple bands. Um, Devin Townsend. So Devin Townsend is uh, the singer for this band, and he does lots of projects, lots of different bands. Um, but this one stuck with me big time. Not only for the music video that has a very serious Evil Dead vibe to it, um, but this tune from okay, the band or project okay. could, <laughs> yeah, this uh, this little project that he did with uh, the band Strapping Young Lad, and the song is Love with a question mark in the end. Get the fuck out of here. All right, sold. Yeah, um, and honestly, the, there's a couple different versions, and, you know, there the the actual music video, I do recommend you watch the official music video for that. Um, I really recommend if you guys have some time and you're into any little bit of heavy metal or thrash metal or anything who, like that. Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> like, hey, man. I don't know if you guys are into heavy metal. Like, like seriously, dude? Like, you don't I'm, even know us. Yeah. Look, you guys are excluded. Fuck y'all. I know you're into it. I'm talking about listeners, okay? Like, uh, right okay. now, I'm getting, okay. getting serious <laughs> with the I listeners. I thought it was directed towards us. I'm like, no, 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 really? No. <laughs> fuck you guys. I know you guys got this, okay? They're like, I can see you guys pumping at a gym cooking eggs to this shit y'all y'all are good you enjoy this shit but i'm talking listeners if you're not a metal fan hey you know thanks for stomaching the gum tracks that we throw at you that are metal but this mm, mm, this is the shit good gum track round oh yeah man yeah i mean we you know what i like how how different and versatile this was, you know, like as, as you know, like we like gum tracks, we normally get a, a theme and going with there. There was a little bit of a good spread. It's good. Some it's trail good. mix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Listeners, tell us what you think. Did you enjoy any of these gum tracks or is our taste complete fucking trash in your estimation? Now, uh, do you have tracks to recommend to us? Drop them in comments. Uh, SoundCloud comments probably be the best way to go, but you can also mm-hmm. hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Leave a voicemail comment, 985-265-7726. Uh, 
If you want to write tracks down on a postcard, a little weird, but you know what? We'll take it. P.O. Box 5896, Slidell, Louisiana, 70469. This has been episode 172, semester 18, swearing on behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Check those guys out, AFSP.org. Dan, one more time with the crisis information, please. Sure. If you are feeling you are in crisis and you need to contact someone, please call uh, 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. If you can't call someone and you need to text, text TALK TO 741-741. Again, text TALK TO 741-741. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, no problem. And until the Zeppelin swings around, next time for episode 173. This is Ken Petrie in the Queen Studio for Dan back at home base. Thank you again, listeners. We love you so much. And, uh, you know, keep doing the good thing that you do. Listen to us. Wear your fucking mask, please, and thank you. Absolutely. Critter in the Mandeville Blanket Fort. I, I will say I hate wearing the mask, but I'm going to miss it. Just the the wearing it, you just... Man, I don't want them to see me mouth fuck you a bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Pop that right up here. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. you, you. Yeah, yeah, you're just like looking, nodding and saying, I hope you fucking die. (laughs) You son of a bitch. Swearing is caring. So watch your fucking mouth. It'd be fun is if they set up a, a bike trail, but then just put some excite bike style ramps just oh, randomly. Shit. There'd be a lot of dead people. Yes, I mean there, there would be. be. I mean a lot of thirty-something-year-olds, you know, just ah, thinking like fucking excite bike. One pop, one one ramp, and then land weird. Like oh my god, I I don't know how it hurt my back, but it hurt my back. <laughs> yeah, but you got to dip your front tire down mid-fucking flight. You go farther that way. Everybody knows that. <laughs> That's right. You get a lot of people with handlebars in their fucking rib cage. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Ah, oh. Ah. Someone from your office walks in. Dan, would you be interested in doing a health moment segment? Dan looks up from sprinkling Count Chocula on his pizza slice. <laughs> yeah? I'll do that. They like they ask me to like, can you get action shots? Really, we need you to be photographed cooking. That sounds like a bad idea because chances are I'm not paying attention then, and I might light myself on fire. I mean, a still shot of of you frantically trying to put a fire out with a caption of like Dan's taking charge of his health by cooking at home. Go, Dan! <laughs> right? Ah, fuck the flames! Jesus Christ! <laughs> I read that smut book and like I I wanted to tell the author, look. I guarantee you, you could charge an extra $20 for a copy of this same audiobook, but I swapped the word cock out with wiener. (laughs) (laughs) It would sell. I don't know why, like, wiener just is still hilarious. Certain words are still funny. Wiener, booger is kind of a cool one, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, It's 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 a whimsical word. Tell him I said to suck my fucking wiener. God damn it. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> trying to drink. You tell <laughs> you tell that motherfucker to come down here, unzip my pants, pull out my throbbing wiener, because he can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Until he's Ooh. covered in my fucking wiener boogers. <laughs> Doing cardio at home and how it's fucking horseshit. Fucking weird hours. They're blasting obnoxious shit. I don't do shit. Fuck everybody. The hot dog vendor's more ripped than I would ever be. Fuck. Giant fucking belly. Fucking tree trunk fucking legs. Fucking huge calves. Arnold Schwarzenegger would go fucking nuts. The fuck? None of the shit you guys are selling. Fucking fucking fuck off for five minutes so I can show you how to fix your shit. There it is. Okay. <laughs> fuck, fuck the fuck off, you and your whiskey with an E and EY. Go fuck right the fuck off. You get the idea. Fuck yourself. Fuck. Fucking, 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 fucking lame shit. Fucking wherever. Fucking ADD stream of consciousness. Bullshit. God damn it. Shut the fuck up. Fucking IV. Fucking knock the fuck out. Shut the fuck up. I am Flavortown.